Oh, hey, kiddo. How was the hill? Educational. Oh, learn a new trick? Yeah, the trick to a happy, fulfilling life, maybe. I learned that mountain air unleashes my inner peace. And rip and pow while the whole crew's all, you induces spontaneous joy. Okay, uh, that's nice. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at IconPass.com. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And guess what? It's totally free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so you can be heard on platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Isn't that awesome? It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Greetings and welcome to the Live Strategist Podcast, where we learn together how to live life in the now by receiving divine instructions and wisdom to help us in troubling times. On this journey, we will learn how to use our past to succeed in the future, to overcome adversity, and to set realistic goals to experience continuous life change. I'm your humble servant, Bishop C.E. Melville, your life strategist and higher self coach. Welcome. On today's broadcast, we will be discussing, or rather, I'll be teaching on a very important subject, one I feel has been neglected, uh, misconstrued. Hey, kiddo, how was the hill? Did you learn anything? Yeah, that ripping pow induces spontaneous joy. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at IconPass.com. And I would say something that we're desperately deprived of. It is actually one of the most gravest sin against mankind. And that is lack of spiritual leadership. So we will be defining also the role the church should play in building stronger communities. Um, Many of us have just witnessed, or I would say, let me take this back, I would say Every human being on the planet who is alive, breathing, and aware has witnessed one of the most difficult years in a very long time. 
Now, we live in a different age, but of course our ancestors and those that came before us witnessed some terrible times as well. So I think we also need to reflect on our history as a as human beings and really assess the way those that came before us handled problems. And if we're honest, we will find a common issue. And it has to do with our faith, what we believe in, who we believe in. This is what it comes down to, folks. What we believe, but rather who we believe in. At the root of all of the evil and chaos and depravity in the world, I know some is some people uh, currently and blatantly denying that we live in a depraved in a depraved world and country, but nothing can be further from the truth. We do live in a depraved world and country and nation. All nations are suffering because we live in a depraved world. And that is because there is lack of spiritual leadership. The people who well, I would say us as a people, we should be making decisions that give honor and glory to our creator. We have failed time and time again. We have failed miserably. And we continue to do so by fooling ourselves to think that we can cover up one problem with another problem. And nothing is further from the truth. We're depending on men, mere men, to get us out of some of the most deepest and darkest days we've ever seen. And that is unheard of. It it has never happened in the past and is not going to happen in the future. So we have to ask ourselves a question, how do we get here? I don't even think half of us understand how we really got here, you know? And that is why we're so quick to blame others. We're pointing fingers. But the real root of our problems is the disobedience to God's holy laws. We have disobeyed God. We've gone so far away from his word. For that matter, most of us don't understand his word nor do we seek to understand. We're simply filling our lives with knowledge and and, and um, earthly wisdom from different sources. Everyone has the answer. Everyone has their latest take on what's going on. Everyone is posing questions. How can we do that? There's no true leadership. You know, who is really seeking God's face? Who is seeking answers? Who is seeking his presence in humility? Well, let's go back for a minute. How can we seek 
his presence but we don't know him how can we seek his presence but we don't know how to do it you know when our lord and savior jesus christ left the earth and ascended into the clouds into heaven in front of his disciples he did a very important thing he didn't leave his people alone he didn't leave us high and dry he didn't abandon us as a matter of fact he told his disciples it is expedient that i go so that i can send you the comforter and this comforter is the holy spirit in john 16:78 he said but i tell you the truth it is to your advantage that i go away for if i do not go away the helper will not come to you but if i go i will send him to you and he when he comes will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgments so the holy spirit is in the world right now and as you could imagine we have grieved the holy spirit in our thoughts words and deeds because we sin continually we don't acknowledge our sins we don't repent as often as we should yet we point fingers we convict we condemn others rather and thus when we condemn someone with our words we're essentially killing them we're committing murder one of the main issues that also plagues our society is we don't know who the holy spirit is a lot of us don't know what is rather who what the holy spirit possesses who the holy spirit is and the purpose many of us say it's a higher power you know it's a feeling we need to acknowledge that god in our lives in the form of the holy spirit the holy spirit is a person and he promises to teach us all things and the reason why we lack knowledge as spiritual maturity is because we don't seek the holy spirit In John 14:26 he says Jesus says but the helper the holy spirit whom the father will send in my name he will teach you all things and bring you bring to your remembrance all that I said to you Now he said he will teach us all things so that means that the answers that we seek is right at our fingertips we only need to first believe that he is and we need to ask in humility repenting of our sins i don't want to say is that simple because there is some steps that we need to undertake to get there but if we only open our hearts you just imagine what would happen and if how many of us collectively did that what the state of the world would be in or just how many people 
could be healed. How many people would be relieved of their suffering? And, you know, the role that the church should play in building stronger communities is by proclaiming the work, the deity, the purpose, and the teachings of God. And reassure the congregations that the Holy Spirit is present with us. And He has the answers. He is who we should go to for help. Believing that we have this help with full assurance. This is how we're healed. This is how we're truly comforted. This is how we have the knowledge and wisdom to make righteous decisions. You know, when we look to man for wisdom, we will fall short. Because we all have sit and fall short of God's glory. So, because of our, the failed leadership of the evangelical churches in our nation, we have experienced a domino effect beginning with the disobedience to God holy laws. Because of that we've experienced the effects of the sin of idolatry, sexual immorality, pride, envy, jealousy, strife, and all of these elements have led God's people away from the church. Because the leaders have abandoned the people. The leaders have abandoned the people. The people of God. If I may read to you. From the book of um, Titus. Now Titus was the Apostle Paul's. true brother in the faith, a, a messenger, a helper, who stood with Paul, who helped him preach the gospel. So Titus wrote about the characteristics of a godly leader. And it's actually in Titus um, verse 1, 7 to 16. And let me see. Do you have it? Do you have it, Crystal? Say amen. I actually had it. The page to another page. Actually had the... Um, okay, here we go. Here we go. Right. Okay. So Titus Okay, Titus chapter one verses seven to sixteen. 
and it says <clears throat> since an overseer manages God's house he must be blameless not overbearing not quick tempered not given to drunkenness not violent nor not neither pursuing dishonest gain rather he must be hospitable one who loves what is good who is self-controlled upright holy and disciplined he must hold firmly to the trustworthy message as it has been taught so that he can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it this is the manager of god's house so if we don't see these characteristics this person is a false prophet they are not a manager of god's house they have failed at the task of managing god's house and they must be refuted they must be rebuked and even removed I know that in our nation, the United States right now, we are experiencing a period of great unrest. And everything is basically playing out in our right in front of us. But I assure you that these occurrences are not really a truly a surprise to God, to the to the believers, to God's people. It's not a surprise as tragic and heart-wrenching as it is as we're losing lives day by day to sickness and disease calamity tragedy terroristic attacks you name it you know at the root of everything is sin that cannot be refuted no matter how much we try it's sin So in the book of Revelations we have um this is chapter 13 If I may read from verse 5 Actually I'll read from verse 1 I'll read the entire um I'll read from verse 1 yes And I read the dragon stood on the shore of the sea and i saw bees coming out of the sea this is the um the last living apostle john this is the vision that he's um that's unfolding he's describing what he sees he says the dragon stood on the shore of the sea and i saw a beast coming out of the sea it had 10 horns and 7 heads 10 crowns on its horns and on each had a blasphemous name The beast I saw resembled a leopard, but had feet like those of a bear, and a mouth like that of a lion. Now these are personifications of people, you know, or characters in this story. They represent nations of people. The dragon gave the beast his power, and his throne, and great authority. Now the dragon is Satan 
as we we know. One of the heads of the beast seemed to have had a fatal wound, but the fatal wound had been healed. The whole world was filled with wonder and followed the beast. People worshipped the dragon because he had given authority to the beast. And they also worshipped the beast and asked, Who is like the beast? Who can wage war against it? The beast was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemies and to exercise its authority for 42 months. That is three and a half years. 36 months is three years plus six months is 42 months. So three years, six months, three and a half years. It opened its mouth to blaspheme God and to slander his name and his dwelling space and those who live in heaven. It was given power to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. And it was given authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. All inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast. All those, all whose names have been written in the Lamb's Book of Life, the Lamb was slain from the creation of the world. Whoever has ears, let him hear. If if anyone is to go into captivity, into captivity they will go. If anyone is to be killed with the sword, with the sword they'll be killed. This calls for patient endurance and faithfulness on the part of God's people. This is the message. God's people must exhibit patience, patient endurance and faithfulness. During these times, we must come back together. Even though we may have been scattered by the failed leadership of God's church, we must remember that these are mere men. We're not excusing what they do. But they don't have the power. They don't have the power to make things right. But we can pray faithfully, patiently waiting to God to strengthen us during these times. And to, yes, rise up leaders in his name who will go to battle for us. We must pray We must pray without ceasing. These times call for prayer. Not taking matters in our own hands. Destroying our lives. Destroying things that we need. Stealing, killing. You know, when we don't get things our way. When things don't work out. You know, when... We're deprived of things, you know, we choose to assert ourselves and take matters in our own hands. This is not the way. These things that are happening right now were prophesied. 
It is not God's will that we should perish. But it's out of the disobedience, it's of the abundance of our heart, you know, that we choose. You know, we choose to disobey God. So when you disobey God, we sin. A sin is a transgression of the law. So that means that we're subject to to what the law says. So we bring on ourselves. We decide what happens to us every day. So regardless of whether you may, what political party you may subscribe to, we are all children. We're all God's children. The word says the just and the unjust belongs to God. You know, and his Holy Spirit is with us. And we must be careful not to grieve the Holy Spirit. We must be careful to seek what is good. So I encourage you today to seek the Lord while he may be found. I encourage you to desire a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Because He only He has the answer. Only the future is in God's hands. The future is today. We don't know what the future brings, but we have right now. And we can turn this around. We can turn our lives around by giving our hearts back to Him. Right now, right where you are. Just say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. I repent of my sins. I'm a sinner. Lord, take me as I am. Forgive my iniquities, even that of my father, my father's father. That of my children. That of my leaders, my pastors, counselors, teachers, people in society who we look up to. Forgive us for putting man before you. Forgive us, Lord, for taking matters in our own hands. Forgive us, Lord, for desiring fleshly things, desiring titles, material gain. Forgive us, Lord. Have mercy on us, Lord. We're your people. We're crying out for your help. Crying out for your forgiveness. We want to make it right with you. We want to partner with you in your kingdom. To fight against evil. To stand on the side of good. To not be moved to the left or to the right. Picking any particular side. The side of the enemy. We will not be fooled. We will not be discouraged. We will not be dismayed. For you are God. You are God alone. You are a mighty God. The living God. You are the living God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your bountiful blessings. For your protection. Lord, I will be with those who have lost their lives. The sickness and disease the violence everywhere. Cover us, Lord, with your precious blood, Lord. Reveal to us what you want us to know, Lord. And keep us away from what is not good for us. Help us to renounce pride, Lord. 
jealousy, hate, envy. All things that are not of you, Lord. Give us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. But lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, ever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus, come into our hearts, come into our lives, come into our minds. Set us straight, Lord. Make the way straight. Comfort our aching hearts, Lord. Give us wisdom and clarity to do the right things. Help us to train up your children well, to serve you in spirit and in truth. Help us to be better stewards of your children, of your resources. Everything we have is yours, Lord. Help us to repent often of our sins, to say I'm sorry often to those who trespass against, no matter if it's your parent or child, relative, co-worker, it doesn't matter. When we do wrong, we must say we're wrong. We must do better. Thank you for planting our feet on higher ground, Lord, for not allowing us to be stuck. Forgive us once more, Lord, for worshiping man and not giving you all the honor, all the glory, all the praise, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Heavenly Father being with us now and forevermore. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, I pray all these things, Lord. Pray for healing in the body of Christ, for healing of our individual bodies, and protection against sickness and disease. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the food and the shelter and the clothing. Thank you for providing for our every need. Thank you, Lord. We love you. We magnify your name, Lord. We ask all these things in your name. Amen and amen. Thank you all so much for listening today on the Life Strategies Podcast. I trust and pray that today's message will have to plan to you on the path to living life the way God would have you to do it. May he reveal to you the answers that you need to get you on the right path. May he give you courage and strength as you work out the strategy that he has for you and for your life. I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll see you next time, folks. Don't forget to share this message with everyone you know. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. There aren't many faces people are excited to see first thing in the morning before they've even had their coffee. But the McDonald's drive through workers who take your order on the way to work have almost all of those faces. Because nothing brings more joy in the morning than a 99 cents any size iced coffee. Pair it with a glazed full apart donut for a truly great morning. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Only available until 11 a.m. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.